This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. I don't need a tag. All right, so welcome back. We are on episode three. We growing up out here. <laughs> My name is Stephanie Jasmine, and we're the girls next door. So today we have on our episode, her name is Bria, Bria Williams. I've known Bria personally for about, mm, I think we're going on, uh, I'll say like a solid 14, 15 years. The story of how we got there, don't really need to share that on the podcast, but (laughs) here we are. We are so excited to have her on the episode, Um, and she's doing some amazing things, so let's just dive right into it. Bria, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I've been waiting for this all week. Yay, we're excited. glad you're just as excited as we are. I am so happy to be here. All right, so Bria, tell us about you and the Me Breakthrough. So, of course, um, if you don't follow me or if you don't know uh, what I do, I'm a life coach, but I focus on mental and emotional wellness, mainly for women. Um, the Me Breakthrough is just the program that I use in order to help women get to where they want to be mentally and emotionally and help them get some goals accomplished and things that's been on their hearts, or on their minds that they never got a chance to do. I help them guide them to where they need to be. Okay, that's pretty dope. Um, what was your journey to get to the Me Breakthrough? So how did you get there? Or the process. It was, yeah, it was a journey that could have been shorter if I had not paid attention more. And that is something that I do help clients understand. So I was a hotel manager on the Las Vegas Strip for years. So, you know, on the outside looking in, it seems like everything's going well for me. And it was, but, you know, there's always that tingle inside or something that's telling you like, this is not enough or this is not it. And I didn't know what my it was. After going through a process of just being alone, being quiet, you know, having conversations with friends like Stephanie, who, you know, helped me to realize the things that I am versus the things that I am not. I figured that I wanted to help people who were like me, who were stuck, who didn't know what their purpose was, who didn't know why they were on this planet, who didn't, you know, become Beyonce. They needed to know, like, what am I doing on this planet? So I helped women achieve that goal because I was there at my at one point in my life. So that's um, pretty. I like the way you explained it, because I like the fact that you saw a need for it within yourself. And then was able to identify the fact that there are plenty of women out here like you who Mm -hmm. are in need of um, being able to find their purpose. That's probably the hardest task that we have. Um, 
being an individual, especially as women, because we lose our identity in so many different things. It could be work, our children, relationships or whatever. And then just knowing, being able to identify our purpose and living in that is really is a really good accomplishment. So thank you for doing that for um, your clients and then, you know, doing it for me. So because you definitely Mm -hmm. have, you know, helped me talk me through some things. So how did you see a need um, for this service within like your community or our community? Well, we all know like within our community, wellness isn't discussed or talked about and it's not anybody's fault. You know, it's just that we've never had the resources to be able to do these things or we didn't even know that it was possible to like change your mind or, you know, change how you do things or move differently. You know, we've watched our parents just like, you know, work for us and the generations before them and the generations before them. And if you were fed, you had a roof over your head. It's, it's not too much to talk about, right? Like you should be thankful and, and move forward. But the truth is that we all have some sort of trauma that affects us daily and we may not even realize it. But what we do realize is this ain't where I want to be. This is not what I want to do, but I don't know how I can reach that next point. And a lot of times we have to have those breakthroughs. We have to realize some things. We have to push forward in some situations in order to find that breakthrough. So how do you help someone find their breakthrough? Like, give me a quick summary of, like, the plan that you have them on or um, the homework that you may, a homework assignment you may have them doing. I have people look at every area in their lives, like, spiritually, their relationships, financially, career-wise, and I have them rate them one to ten. How do you feel about it right now? Is it a one? Is it whack? Is it horrible? Is it a ten? Is it great? Mm -hmm. So those areas that have the lower numbers, those are obviously the things that you need to start paying more attention to. Mm -hmm. But also find balance so that those things that are going well, you don't lose focus on those at the same time. Mm -hmm. So once you identify what area needs the most attention that's when we get to the truths right that's the hard part like being honest with yourself about why this is not the area in your life that you're satisfied with right and once we find those answers to those truths a lot of times forgiveness has a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. um triggers have a lot to do with it and your relationships, ultimately the people that are influencing you and the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. So it's like putting a microscope on those areas and moving forward. And then once those things have been identified, that's when you can like point out the goals and start achieving them. So have you seen like a trend of um, what people are not satisfied in within your clients? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny because you know, I often like shake my head because I remember being in that point in my life as well. Mm-hmm. You know, when my clients say that to me, whether it's like their relationship with money, you know, they don't understand why they can't really get ahead. Um, <laughs> and a lot of that is because they've never really been taught how to. Right. And there's really no right or wrong answer to it. You just have to find what's best for you and start moving forward. Um, other than the finances, it is like 
the family situation, mm-hmm. those generational curses that mm-hmm. are sweeping back down into their lives and then their children's lives, and they don't know where it came from or what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just making those that progress to be like, okay, I understand what it was, but it's not going to be here anymore. Right. So it's changing the mindset and changing the belief system. So those are like the top two things that I've noticed in, in all of my clients. So what would you say is like the difference between being a life coach and a therapist? Because it sounds like the same thing that I... You get out of your therapist. Yep. You're getting out of a life coach. Yep. And the same things that I would be discussing with my therapist, I would be discussing with you. Yeah. I actually have both. I have a coach and I have a therapist. Mm -hmm. And I do use both of them for different purposes. My therapist really kind of helps me find clarity. Mm -hmm. Like, lets me talk it out. Let me, like, hear my own answers. But my coach really helps me get things accomplished, get things done, holds me accountable to these things that I say that I want for myself. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much, like, the only difference. Even when I talked to my therapist about it, and she said it like, you know, I... Me as a therapist, I can listen to you and we can move forward. But if you don't come back on your own will, then it just won't happen. Right. But with a coach, you have invested in this. You pretty much have to do the work. Right. So what um, do you feel like it is in, you found more of a greater need or importance to have a therapist or life coach now that you've become a life coach? Yes. I think every person on the planet (laughs) needs a coach because we all have these things that have been placed in our hearts, like these visions that may or may not be accomplished. I heard someone say that the most wealthy place on the planet is the graveyard. And it's that because of all the dreams and hopes that were never accomplished are living in the dirt now. Right. And that gave me just this whole new perspective, like, yo, we have to take advantage of this one little life that we have. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we're not able to do that if we don't have someone holding us accountable. Mm -hmm. But what what do you what is did you set them up with a plan thereafter? Um, Because obviously they're not going to be with you realistically for the rest of their lives. So do you set set them up with an after plan? I do set them up with an after plan. The reason why I work, I usually work with people for about 12 weeks straight. That's three months. Um, I work with them that long because there are habits that need to be established. There's a mindset that needs to be fully changed. There are things that need to be different. And over a certain amount of time, those things will stick. You know, Mm -hmm. they'll be a part of your life. Uh, One exercise that I have clients participate in is making their bed every day for Mm -hmm. the 12 weeks. Yep, I definitely don't do that. So (laughs) (laughs) definitely just once a week. Definitely just got up and walked up. Bye, bye, bed. See you later. (laughs) But something so simple like that, like just that's one small accomplishment every day. Mm. Like that one habit will trickle into other things because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I will challenge the both of you to make your beds every day 
I be like, uh, well, my theory is, you know, I'm coming back I'm, to this bed anyway. Why does it need to be made? You know, it was funny because when I was married, my bed, I was making my bed up every day. Oh, now that I'm not, I be like, <laughs> bye. Who, who getting in this bed? Who getting in, I'm getting right in this bed by myself and don't even care. Ain't nobody about to see this bed. But I used to never make up my bed. Never. It was never a thought. Sometimes if I had clean clothes, I would. they would just be like on one side of the bed and I'll sleep on the other. But now That's- I cannot. <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> you can relate. You can relate. This is single now, life. I cannot leave my house. I cannot leave without my bed being made. I can't even do it anymore. Oh, Jesus. That's gross. Okay. Yeah. I'll look at it and say, <laughs> oh, I need to, but huh, I got to go. I'm running late. Which which is your norm? <laughs> Just said that. Jasmine will have it planned to the minute, honey. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. But me, it ain't that I'm running late. It's, I'm coming back to this bed anyway. Oh, right. That's what, so. I, I'll I'll task myself when I go home today, tomorrow. I'm gonna even yeah, start tomorrow. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Start tomorrow. But the the most my bed is made up is when I change my linen. Like right oh. that first day, it's like oh, let me make oh, the bed, put the pillows on cute. You gotta stack the pillows cute. Next day, up oh, back to normal. Uh, here we are. I bed. challenge you. <laughs> yeah. Every day for the next 30 days, make your bed up every day. So, but I thought it was three weeks for a habit. It's really three months. Because I heard you say that you challenge, you are with them for three months. I thought mm-hmm. it was three weeks. Right. So maybe right. no wonder I'm not. Got to stick to it for three months. No wonder I'm not breaking these strongholds of my finances <laughs> or making up my bed because I'm like, oh, I've been doing this for three weeks now. It should be. It should be a habit now. It should be ingrained right? in me. But you're right. Like, statistically, it's like, what, three weeks to like 30 days where a new habit is formed. But the new habit is formed, but the consistency is not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just because you know what you should be doing doesn't mean that you're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. If you continue that for like 12 weeks straight, it has now become a part of your life. Mm. It's not, it's no longer just something that you know of or that you know you should be doing. It's just a part of who you are now. Okay. So 12 weeks. So Jesus. All right. So we got to <laughs> <laughs> make the bed every day. But three months. Three Make months. Oh. For three months. Well, yeah. I've been doing it now for the last, like, you know, five years. So y'all should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to um, work on that. Because, right? you know. I think a girl came out of, with a book um, from Detroit. Make Your Bed. Something like that. Right. Um, I wonder what Make the, I wonder what she was, you know, her underlying what she was getting at. Right. I'm sure it wasn't just make your bed. It probably was like make the bed of the decisions that you made or where your life is now. Right. Because right. mm-hmm. you know it's always like that um, hidden undertone especially when people right. you know come out with books and stuff like that. So Right. True. Okay. So we've been talking about self-care and self-love. Um, our last episode was about that and we wanted to continue that on with you and obviously what you do is streamed around that. So mm-hmm. what does self-care mean and look like to you? Self-care is 
pretty much whatever it is that you feel like is good for you in that moment. Mm-hmm. When I have clients, like a lot of the self-care that they aren't able to do is just spend time by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. But when they get that time to themselves, they don't know what they want to do. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I got a couple of minutes, but I don't know what I want to do. Um, I have actually developed a self-coaching guide that is specific for that. You have to take this time for yourself. And even if you don't know what to do, I'll give you something to do that is beneficial to you personally. Mm -hmm. So this is literally just your time to yourself where you're focusing on you and you only. And it forces you to do that. Mm. You don't have a choice because you have to talk to me later about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to hold you accountable. Right. So if you didn't do it, you know, I'm going to give you the side eye and be like, mm, but you said this is what you wanted, right? So right. this is kind of like forcing you to do that. But self-love and self-care is just whatever it is that's best for you, even if it just means not answering your phone or laying in bed and watching bad reality TV, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. reading a book there's mm-hmm. no wrong answer for that and i really feel like this society believes that there is right or wrong answers there is black or white and it's not it's whatever you want to do just make sure that you're doing it yeah and i think for me like i'm just so um busy mm-hmm. but productive busy and i think that when i look up i'm like okay i haven't done the things that you know i I want to do as far as like pouring into myself. Yes, I've achieved my personal goals, but I haven't done those things to like refuel myself. So, you know, like every day we're putting out energy, we're emptying out of our, out of our bucket, regardless if it's for, you know, you, like you're pouring into so many different people. Like it's important to replenish your bucket or for like Jasmine, when she's, you know, in the classroom, she's pouring into all of those children. It's important to mm-hmm. replenish her bucket. But we get so caught up in the day-to-day that we don't take that time out for ourselves. Yeah, I think that, yeah. especially when you talk about um, teachers, like, your personal days are for you to use to have that mm-hmm. self-care. Like, somebody made, like, an article about that, like, take your personal days to get yourself together. Because if you're not a great teacher how can you teach them like how can you um provide that knowledge to them if you're not yourself yeah and I think I think that's just the the method that should just be your method across the board anyway Mm -hmm. because regardless if you're in customer service if you are a doctor if you are about I don't want you operating on me and if you ain't yourself you ain't yourself exactly no Mm-mm. I don't want you providing me horrible customer service because you had a bad day. You had a bad day. And like, you haven't exactly. had that time to just to focus on yourself. Exactly. Yes. So, And especially like working with children and Jasmine, even having your own. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going from taking care of other people's kids to having to go home and take care of yours. You know, mm-hmm. like it's and it's almost like you kind of have been stripped away from them because you're drained. Right. Your day already. Mm-hmm. And I had actually put this on Facebook not too long ago. Like, you have to take time for yourself for everyone's sake, not yep. just your own, for everybody's sake. Right. Because if you're not being good to you, it's not that you're going to be bad to other people. You're just not going to show up the way that you should. True. And then that creates the domino effect, right? 
your day's not going well. Mm-hmm. Now you're not eating right. You know, now you're just eating whatever. Now you're just not paying attention to other things in your life. Like, because how you do one thing affects how you do everything. And that is. Well, you got to make that bed every day. Start with making that bed. <laughs> <laughs> so what um, what would be a bit of like a, the golden ticket advice that you would give to some of our listeners? The golden ticket advice is be honest with yourself no matter how bad it hurts. Mm-hmm. I like that. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't. There's no step one without being honest with yourself first. Yeah. Honesty hurts. True. Honesty sucks. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It's like looking at your, looking in the mirror and thinking that you look one way. Like, you know how you get dressed and you're like, oh, yeah, this this the outfit. This the one that's going to kill them. About to step mm-hmm. out. Then you look in the mirror, you like, this ain't it. This ain't it. This is not, this is not put together. Right? I or got even a, thinking like, am I the person that I think I am? Right. That's right. Just using that, just like looking at yourself in that mirror, you like, that's not, this is not what I thought I look like or who I really am. Right. I don't portray myself the way that I actually am. Like, you know, pump faking, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. You know, where people are living this life that they know that they can't afford. They know that they're talking in ways that it's just not them. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? How can you move forward if you're not being honest with yourself about who you are and about some of the things that have happened to you? Yeah. You have to be honest about it. That's the only way you can move on. When I have clients, like, they at first, they try to hide stuff from me, and that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fine. I can always tell when it's something that they're not saying. But eventually, (laughs) they have to. You know, eventually, it has to come out because they know that this is something important. And if I don't say it now, if I don't deal with it now, I'm never going to get to that next level. And it's so true. Yeah, I think organically, they'll just end up, you know... Um, indulging in that information anyway so you mm-hmm. you're like I'll be patient I'll wait on it it's nothing to you. yeah exactly I don't listen I'm not about to make you come out and say nothing you don't want to say this is for your growth this is for right. you and you will get out of this what you put into it mm-hmm. and I and think that's, that's when you I think that's when you get the most realness from them and the transparency um, because they're volunteering the information versus it being exactly. forced out of them. Exactly. Because they already developed this mindset of I am ready to move forward. So whatever it is I got to do, I'll do it. So I'll tell the truth. I'll be honest. I even have a, um, I make the client sign something in the beginning. This is between us. I will never share anything that we talk about with anyone else. Good. So that gives them that comfortability to be like, okay, you know, I can be open and I, this is contract now. This is like, you signed off. I signed off that this is nothing that I can share with anyone else. Good. That, that's good to know because they, um, that confidentiality portion is, is very, very important. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then on the flip is. side, that's important for you to go to your therapist, a life coach, because now you're like, you're holding on to all of this information from other people. 
And yeah. you have to make sure that that doesn't weigh down your mental. So you just finding that balance all the way around. Exactly. I make sure that I see my people, my coach and my therapist. I make sure that there are days that I don't turn on my laptop. You know, I, I make sure that I practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. I cannot be a good coach if I am stressed, if I'm full of anxiety, if I'm going through these things too. And don't get me wrong, they definitely exist. Right. <laughs> you know, like those things definitely come into my life as well. It's just coping with it, being able to still make good decisions, not based off of emotions mm-hmm. and, you know, just being able to live life peacefully in the midst of a storm. That was one thing that you uh, said that I've been trying to model myself behind is, and also tell other people, you know, don't make decisions out of emotions. Regardless if it's We're anger. We're so quick to do that. Regardless if it's anger, mm-hmm. if it's happiness. Sure, I'd be like, I'm happy. No. I'm about to go to the mall. We about <laughs> <Right>. to go. Spend <laughs> <laughs> some money. I'm money. happy. <laughs> and then now you're in the financial situation. Like, that was stupid. Yeah. I shouldn't have spent that money. <laughs> but I'm not taking Emotional this back, though, because it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine now. It's mine. <laughs> That's so, we are so good to it's act so on emotions. true. I, I always say that emotions are horrible leaders, the great followers. Okay. Our emotions change every second. For real, especially mm-hmm. for us women, and I wouldn't change that at all. I love the fact that I am an emotional creature, but I need to know that there's a time and a place for everything. Right. And, and when it comes to making decisions, you have to think logically first, and your emotions will catch up later. Yeah, I feel like sometimes though, as women, like men, try to make that as like a negative label, like y'all are oh, some yeah. emotional, unstable creatures. And I, my rebuttal mm-hmm. is, listen. Okay, as a Christian, mm-hmm. if you look at it, like, mm, I know some men are going to be upset, but y'all are, they are way more emotional than we are. They are. We <laughs> know how to, um, you know, handle our emotions. We're more willing to handle our emotions than they mm-hmm. are. And then we were made, they were made to be physically strong, but we were made to be mentally strong. And I think that with that being said, like when they are ready to like jump off of this cliff and slit their wrist while falling, you like, you. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Not that serious. Like you. you I have definitely been in situations in relationships with men who have made me feel like me being emotional is a horrible thing. Yes. I think we probably I will never subject myself to that type of self-abuse. Ever again, right? Because it is not okay for anybody to tell you that however you feel is wrong. That's your feeling. That's right. mm-hmm. that belongs to you. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with anyone else. Now you can communicate that in the wrong way, mm-hmm. you know. But how you feel is yours, and nobody can take that away from you. Yeah, and I and I think that sometimes just taking a step back and removing yourself from the situation, not um, addressing it right away, will help. I think that helps women and men, yeah. but I think women more um, being able to like convey their feelings and then also being and not like how you said, not be, sub- subjecting yourself to feeling like 
you know, my feelings are invalid or I shouldn't express mm-hmm. them because it's going to be an argument or whatever. But then that, that ends up turning into like a snowball or a snowball effect of when it ends up exploding. So you could be, you he could have left the toilet seat up, but now you you going off on him about all of the things Everything. he's done for the last two weeks. Yeah. And he like, I just left the toilet seat up. But I'm like, but you forgot when you came home late and you forgot when you didn't pay this and you forgot when you didn't do this. <laughs> and, da, da, da. and he like, and you still like, you haven't accomplished anything because his mind is stuck on the fact that you upset about me not putting down the yep. toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And where are you going? Nowhere. Right. Circle. Nowhere Just fast. That. I don't waste <laughs> all my energy. I'm <laughs> mad at you. I'm ignoring you. You don't exist in Just this household. The hamster <laughs> on the wheel. The hamster is still on the wheel. You haven't accomplished anything. No. But I think that with um, taking, you know, lessons that you learn from previous relationships, regardless if it's friendships or intimate relationships, um, you realize um, some things about yourself, most importantly, and then realizing, you know, what you don't want out of um, relationships. And you know how they say, like, you know, women tend to pick men that are like their fathers. But when you start Mm -hmm. looking at things, you know, and just being honest, you know, there are a lot of great things that we want a man to have that our father has. Yeah, and that is a really good point that you made because – we may not always know everything that we want, mm-hmm. but we know pretty quickly what we don't want. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you know what you want or you know what you don't want, you know what's not going to get you there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to uh, a chicken place and ask for a burger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to do that. So if you know what you don't want, you know what to avoid. You may not know all the answers of what you do want, but what you do know, you have to focus on that. You have to focus on the things that are secure in that moment. And everything else, it will reveal itself to you in time. All right. So speaking of getting what you want, right? So last night, (laughs) me... My friend and I, we went out <laughs> and um, we indirectly included Jasmine on our outing, right? So we FaceTimed her in. <laughs> so um, we're out. She just started, and I'm not going to say her name because I-, I want her to laugh when she hears this. So <laughs> um, she just started talking to this guy. And when I say like fresh, like they've met online, they've been out a couple times. Another kind of online success. Yeah, they. So far, it's a, I don't know. She, I don't know. We gotta we gotta weigh this one out for the okay. success portion. But I say that I say that not because I know him or I've seen them interact because I wanted to yesterday, but we're that gonna, didn't work out that way. We're gonna get to that, but <laughs> that I can't. So I can't draw my own conclusion or opinion on if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I want it to be because I want my friend. If that if that's what she wants, I want her to be mm-hmm. happy with that. But long story short, we were having this we were having this discussion about he was at the same place we were at. And I'm like, go up and like, why are we doing this? Go up and say hi. Like right. and she's right. like, no, that's gonna be weird because we, we're at this we're at the same place. I said, first of all, it's downtown. It's only like five places for us to go. 
on a Saturday night. And you see the night. same people. And you're bound to, it's not weird because you're at the same place. It's a public place, whatever. I'm like, you look, you got me on this dummy mission and I'm actually ready to go home and go to bed because why are you not going to go speak to this band? So, <laughs> right. So anyways, mission was a fail. Never spoke to the man, right? <laughs> so, and I'm on FaceTime trying to say, go, go ahead, say something. Well, because Jasmine is the main person. So back to... Back to my original statement. How do you feel about women going after what they want? Jasmine will walk up to whoever and be like, hey, what's going on? How are you? She'll be like, girl, you better get it. You better slide in them DMs if that's what you want. You know? And I think that sometimes we've been programmed into thinking that um, the guy's supposed to chase the, us. Or, or not not chase. The, yeah, the guy's supposed uh, to chase us. or. Approach. At least yeah, approach, 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 yeah. approach, and or mm-hmm. even taking the guy relationship aspect out of it when it comes to like a career move or when it comes to um, stepping into the entrepreneur role or um, mm-hmm. moving out of state or whatever. Like I feel like we try to go through all the scenarios in our head mm-hmm. and trying to rationalize the what ifs and this could be and I don't know instead of just like jumping out there. So what do you feel about just women just, and I'm I'm saying women because I feel like, I mean, men, I'm sure do it as well. But how do you feel about women just jumping out there and getting what they want? I think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I do think that there is like a time and a place for it. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to men, when it comes to when women stepping out and sliding in the DMs and hollering at dudes, I don't see anything wrong with that because men, and I'm sorry, fellas, they not as bright as, as we think <laughs> they are when, when we are like in the settings, you know, like they yes. don't know. They, they really, don't know no, that you don't. may be interested. They don't know that. So I have had men tell me all the time, like they see me and they just assume like, oh, I know she's married or I know she's, you know. In a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to step to her or I wouldn't say it. So I may not just walk up to a dude and be like, what up? But I will make him feel comfortable enough to talk to me and ask me those questions so that we can move forward. But a lot of times these dudes, I'm telling you, they just don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think they know. My, I think my cue is when I'm out is just like, okay, I'm gonna give, I'm just look, give him the eye. He look at me. Oh, we looking at each other. We eyeing each other. Okay, maybe he's <laughs> yes. gonna come over here. Okay. The first thing I know, yes. you got a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Ja- exactly. Jasmine will like, girls, you gotta find a balance though, because Jasmine been had you jump jumping. You like Jasmine, why are we jumping into the this this ocean right now? Why not? You the the life jacket will appear, it'll come around somewhere. You like, no. <laughs> why you, but you know what? Even when it comes to like your businesses and when you wanna move or whatever decision you are coming across, like I do think it's always um, good to take that leap of faith, to take that risk. But there is still some responsibility that comes with that. Right. Like if you at negative uh, $38 in your account, maybe you shouldn't be considering moving right now. Right. You know, like, but make that a goal. You know, start doing things to prepare yourself. And it's the same thing when you're dating. Like when you meet somebody, 
you have to go in with tiptoes, you know, like you can't reveal too much too early or you make it clear about what it is that you're looking for so that you know. It's just always like a time and a place for how you handle things. All right. And that's so true because Mm -hmm. um, timing is everything for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And then being able to look at the bigger picture, but then I also think just like finding the balance of not overthinking. Oh, yeah. Because I find myself doing that overthinking about every little thing. And it's funny. You be to talk yourself in and out of something. And it could be something so small. Like, do I wear socks or no socks? Do I, you know, you like, just put on these doggone socks so you can go on about your feet. Right. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? And you know what? When when those things happen, even if it's something small like that, when you really start thinking about it, the big things, you think like that, too. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking about those things for socks, you're thinking about these things for careers, too. Mm-hmm. So, but what the answer is, whether you put on socks or not, what what harm is it going to do? Right. You know, there was no wrong answer. There was no right way or wrong way. And I think that is the point that we need to see. We overthink because we think that it's so black and white. You can't make a bad decision. Right. You can't. It's just one path is different from the other. All right. But that's what you have to remember the next time you're trying to figure out what kind of socks you should wear. Like, you know what? There's no wrong answer to this. Right. <laughs> or the next time you think of what city should I move in? There's no wrong answer to this. It's whatever I want to do. So true. So we um we do this little phase, not phase, little portion of our podcast. It's called Hot Topics, right? So... I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to you just about a couple, well, we both want to talk to you about a couple of different hot topics, but maybe we can do like a little twist on it. So Uh-oh, A twist? Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Okay. So do you watch Real House, um, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Um, I have. I haven't seen it in a while, but, you know, I think I'm I'm updated on the through. Okay, on. so quick. Okay, so, you know, Cynthia Bailey. Yeah. Okay. So she just got engaged, right? So she has okay. been married before. Um, she's in. Uh, I want to say she's probably like fifty-two now. Um, and she just got engaged. Um, and I hope that you know this relationship works. Obviously, we're not there. We just see what they show us. But it seems as though that this man loves her. So, what would you tell her if she was your client, and she's in her fifties? She's been married before. She has a grown. They both have grown children. What would you tell her if she came to you as her, your client um, getting ready to walk into this new journey of life? I would tell her to, one, make sure she's being honest with herself about her situation mm-hmm. first. And two, to allow herself to enjoy this. In mm-hmm. a way that may be different than she did before. Okay. To think of things a little bit different because what's the definition of insanity? Mm-hmm. Trying to do the same the thing, same, expect right? different results. <laughs> expect mm-hmm. different results. Mm-hmm. So you're in a new chapter, which is amazing, which some women never get that opportunity to get married again, you know? So you are here in this beautiful place. Let's think of things differently, mm-hmm. positively, 
so that you won't fall into the same mistakes that you did before. I think that's some good and advice. Again, I think so. Yeah, and again, this is just me talking to her. I'm not even adding him into the equation. Yeah, no, we don't care about we, we don't care about him right now. <laughs> Team women, but, we we on the women movement. We, we as women will always think, well, I have to be what he wants, right? You know, so I wouldn't even touch on the fact of who he is and what he likes and blah blah blah. No, we're sticking to you and what you need and what you want in order for this relationship to work and move forward. That's so true because, and then also I was thinking that, you know, she doesn't have like, like you, you have to, all of your energy or your time is going to be invested into this marriage because it's not like you have little children that oh, can yeah, take your time away or, yeah or things of that nature. Like she doesn't have anything. Well, they both don't. I mean, they have, right. They don't have any children. Yeah. I mean, they have Young. businesses, but they don't have like. Young children. Young children. Yeah, they have... Yeah. yeah, they can live alone. You know, the kids don't have to live with them necessarily. Right. You know, if they go and they go, whatever the case may be, that does play a, a huge role as well. I actually had a conversation with someone about that before, like dating someone with children. And I'm like, well, I feel like some people use that as a catch-22, like, oh, if she's a great mom, that's great, but that means that she won't have time for me. Well, what do you want her to be, a good mom or be up under you all day? Like, right. <laughs> which one is it? <laughs> right. You know, like, you have to pick and choose what's, what's more important to you. If I dated a man who had children, I want him to be a good father first. Right. And if that means that his kids are there all the time, then you know what? His kids are there all the time. Right. And that's, you know, you, that's and something that's that I would just have to Right. And I think that sometimes as um, either men or women, you know, they're like, we're so spoiled. That it's like, right. you know, I want I want the time to my, I want your time, your energy, your attention. You all to me. <laughs> you, but then you're thinking like, okay, if I have a child with you, is this how you going to be with my child? So now, now you right. got to make it personal. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, what's more important to you? Right. If that's not what you want, then move on. Don't waste nobody's time. Move on. So another one, obviously, Sierra and Russell. Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Their relationship is like hashtag goals. Everybody right. is like, oh, my God, <laughs> I want to be like Sierra and Russell, baby future and right. Sienna. Can you just Great. accept that? Can you just adopt me, please? <laughs> but it was that it was the thing where she was there were everybody was like, Sierra, what was your prayer? <laughs> right. <for Russell?" laughs> I need I line need, for line. What did you ask for? Right. So I can say that prayer every <laughs> night. Right. But then it got me to thinking that my your prayer can't be my prayer. Right. right? So because yeah. mm -hmm. what's for you is meant for you, and what's meant for me is for me. Right. Yeah. And so which is so true because I don't want what you have and you shouldn't want what mm -hmm. I have because right. it's mine. It exactly. Had, it had my name engraved on it long before I even knew that it was going to be mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what would you tell a woman who is like, man, I want a husband just like Russell Wilson. <laughs> he has to be a quarterback he right. has to do this. He has to do this. What would you What would you say to that woman? 
Well, I would have her definitely take a look at her past experiences because mm-hmm. Russell is different from future, flat out. Periods. So, Periods. Sierra didn't just ask God for something specific. She had created a different belief system for herself. Mm-hmm. She decided to look at something different and try something different. Mm-hmm. And that ended up being the best thing for her. She took a step of faith. She took a risk. She like, you know what? Russell may not have been the first dude on her list of dudes to date. Obviously, we know who her ex is. Right. Everybody's a daddy. That's night and day. He is everybody. He is everybody's night. past, present, and future. Okay. <laughs> so we clearly see that she was like, you know what? I am going to take a different route this time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to date a man who, even if he may not be, and we don't know this for sure, like her type, she knew that he treated her the way that she wanted to be treated. Mm -hmm. So taking that, even that that surface off of it, like, you know, oh, he's not, that goes, let's, let's bring that back to our first podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Let's bring that back. (laughs) We were talking about Jasmine's type. We're going to revisit that in length on one on another episode. But taking the surface <laughs> part off of it where, okay, he may not be the six-foot guy that I want. Okay, he like, <laughs> what? He like, he like five, nine. I can work with you that. You can work with or, that. Yeah. He's yeah. not the multi-millionaire, but he's a hustler. I can work with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you should see her facial expressions over here. Okay? I said I could work with that. Oh, Lord, these facial expressions. That's what you need to see. But that is but so you know, true. There are, there are so many good men out here. It for is. Real. There, mm-hmm. are, there are Where so many at? good men. But I do feel like this social media era. Oh, my um, goodness. That's so true. Social media is this, just like. Oh. This social media era has got us believing that this is what we supposed to look like. This is what he's supposed to look like. This is woofy woo. That's like and that man, page. You're not. Yeah, when well, you're not getting that or you don't see that, you're like, you know what, this ain't it. This ain't what I want. But it is a lot of good men out here. They may not be millionaires. They may be hustlers, though. Yeah, I, we like. said that's okay. We said, <laughs> we said that's okay. <laughs> Girl, you hear how she's trying to like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Wait, said, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I said that was okay. But like that one page that's like somebody's Uh-oh. son and me. It's like social media is like that's. You want that? Yeah. Uh, it to be uh-huh. like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, on top of you making your bed every day, you can go out on a date with somebody that's not normally your type. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Jasmine. <laughs> Who? What? what you ain't got to yes. <laughs> You Yes. I support that. Let's set that up. That's that gonna is our, so. That's going to be our test before we do our next. Uh, episode for sure. We that is so hard for me. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'll make that bed, but um, she's talking about that. So, how is that difficult for you? If we are, <laughs> we just had a five minute discussion about you. Look, do you want your you want your real Russell Wilson? I don't know. Because at this point, okay, <laughs> right now. It's nobody um, I mean, there. It, it does depend on where you are in your life. It does depend on where you are because sometimes God will give us something and we'd be like, wait a minute, I know I prayed for it, but mm, 
Am yeah. I ready for this? Yeah, right. But if, <laughs> right. You, but you if he's giving it to you, then you are ready for right. it. Right, right, exactly. You got to be ready for the follow up. You guys ready for the follow up? So then, my last, the, I guess the last one we can talk about Jordan Woods, right? So I'm interested mm-hmm. in what you would say to Jordan Woods. Yeah. We obviously know, yeah, the story, blah 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 blah. Right. Even though this whole situation, and I'm a believer, I think it worked in her face. I mean, right? It was and that's what I was gonna say. Like I, I'm a believer that you know. "Quote unquote bad things happen for good things to come about." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, this had like this is like catapulted her into you know her own. She's no longer mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner's plus one, plus one BFF. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. like she's getting she's getting to it on her, her own, own light. But my thing, I think I'm more interested in is just finding out like how you would feel about or what you would say to her. Because she's having to relive it, like, over and over and over again. Because isn't it going to be on their next episode Girl, or I watch season? It. I don't Girl, watch it. They, listen, them girls I, cannot get over this. They're the making, they, they are, like, so bothered. They're um just making it um episodes because it's going to make them more money because that's what people want to watch. Mm. Instead right. of look, because they have and, no storyline, they have no storyline. So this is the storyline. Up, oh, Jordan Woods, you just gave us our storyline. Oh, for right. the next three seasons, right? Because we've been talking about this for too long. But you knew he uh, wasn't nothing, you know, when you got with yeah. him. Yeah, and how many ticks has he been through since then? Well, like, how many ticks has she been, well, she been through? Well, but that's another story. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, another, that's, that's another Right. That's another so for But for Jordan, Jordan, yeah. For Jordan, you know, in all of our favorite movies, right, something horrible has to happen before something good happens. Mm-hmm. And... We don't know the things that followed up. We don't know her thoughts and feelings that followed up before this, but she could have been feeling at some point in her life, like, how do I branch off from this? How do I, you know, develop my own identity outside of this crew? And, you know, these have, were probably seeds that were already dropped in her. Mm -hmm. And the situation is irrelevant. Right. At this true. point, how it happened, who was involved, that's irrelevant. It's done now. So the past is the past for a reason. And she sees now like, well, dang, I'm I'm coming up. I'm doing all these things uh, now because, you know, of it happening and just embrace it. I mean, Kim embraces her tape now, right? <laughs> No. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, if you're going to throw stones, you know, I got a couple yes. of stones in my pocket, too. So, you know, they come them out of everybody, the Kardashian clan. They understand how when things happen, the drama, the heartache, the depression that you have to go through in order to be able to move forward and using that to your benefit. They know that more than anybody. Mm-hmm. So I would just tell her, if you didn't learn anything from them, you learned that. Mm. Right. That is so, so true. So let's let's grab on to what you can take from them and move forward. And make your because, own brand. Yeah, because at this point, Kim's sex tape, whatever, nobody, we could care less. Right. right. <laughs> her, her sharing a kiss or whatever with Tristan, who didn't kiss everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's in the past. It's already low-key. We're already not interested anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we're already bored with it. That goes to the social media aspect of it, too. Exactly. We done done moved on. And why do y'all keep bringing... Why is this on the show? Why are we prolonging it? Let it go. Right. Let it go. Right. For a whole season. And I think maybe they're more upset that, like, somebody else did this to me. And well, yeah, yeah, because when you did it to uh, Lauren London, oops. I it, mean, when you did it to uh, Trina, um, my bad. It was okay. It was okay yeah. for was, me to do it. Black but China, all of them. Said, all right. Yeah, like Kylie even said, and I saw this in a clip on Instagram, and that's when I was done. She said, you do what you want to do to everybody else, but not my family. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So what you're saying is it's okay for it to be done, just not to you. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. And I think they're That's more or less problem. also upset, too, that they thinking, you know, that this was going to ruin her. Right. That, um, I, I think, want you I want you to feel how you, quote unquote, made me feel. But how did you make other right. other people feel? Right. But in, but right. in the moment, you, but that goes back to just the reality aspect of it, too. Like in the moment when you when somebody has hurt you, you're not thinking about how you've hurt somebody in the same fashion. Mm-hmm. And you want right. in that moment, you're you're not uh, looking at like the whole looking back on all of the things that you you've done to people, you just want that person to feel as bad as you made them or they made you feel rather. Right. Yeah. But that goes right back to emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. So now you done posted all this stuff online. You done said all this stuff on the show when we know this time next year, it's not going to be a factor anymore. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the moves on, you know, whatever the case may be, but this stuff is already out here now. Right. You've already said it. You've already done it based on how you feel. she made it seem like you broke up my family. No, the family was already broke up before. Yeah. So little... take some responsibility. Right. Take, take some responsibility. Well, His thank... baby mama didn't say that about you. Right. Girl. Okay. <laughs> Why you dating him and she was pregnant. But that's another story. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's, we'll be here for another hour. So. Right. Right. So, with for that real. being said, thank you, Miss Bria Williams, for joining us today all the way thank from you. Vegas. Getting, waking up <laughs> super you. early for us. <laughs> I did just for you guys. So, um, <laughs> give us your uh, social media handles where people can follow you and find you and contact you because, like you said, everybody on this planet needs a life coach. Yes, and if you don't want to hire me as a coach, I can help you find someone for what you're looking for as well. So you can uh, go to my Facebook page, which is Bria Williams, or the Meet Breakthrough is my um, business page on uh, Instagram, Bria underscore Will, or you can go to my website, BriaWilliams.com. I am very accessible. Like you can always uh, send me a DM or email me at BriaHealthCoach at gmail.com. I am always open to chat with anybody about anything. Just reach out. So I think one of my takeaways, I well, I'll say my two takeaways from today was one, make up your bed. Yeah, that's the first day. Every day. <laughs> or do you hear that? Three months. Uh, no, no. Okay, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. And then two was um going for what you want and being mm-hmm. able to take that leap and um in doing so. 
Um, regardless if it's sliding in that DM, saying hello, okay. or right. taking hey. that leap of uh, faith when it comes to changing careers. Jasmine, what was yeah. your... Uh, I think the first one, again, was the make your bed <laughs> every single day. <laughs> and the other one is just being honest with yourself. Um Especially, you know, about decisions you make. Mm -hmm. um, that honesty piece is very important to me. Like looking at your own self, your life, and just being honest about things. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say my mm -hmm. third would be to the, take the emotional part out of decision making. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Bria. Thank you. I'm sure we'll thank be talking you. to you soon. It was good hearing from you. Talk to you soon. I know. This was so much fun. Thanks thank for being guys. with us. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Stephanie. Jasmine. And we're the girls next door.